Hi, and welcome to another episode of Small Business CFOs, the CFOs for your small business. We're excited to have you here, and we're excited to jump into another episode. Now, before we get started, I want to go ahead and introduce us, because I know you're probably thinking, if you're new here, like, why the heck should I listen to you guys? And so we figured, you know, we do a little intro, who we are and what we do. So... I host this podcast with Terrell Turner, my amazing husband, and both of us, between the both of us, have Fortune 500 uh, company experience. We've worked for multiple Fortune 500 companies in executive positions and manager positions and leadership positions, as well as owning our own consulting firms where we work with small businesses on a daily basis to help them elevate and grow their business and to provide the strategic insight that they need. Now, anything else, Terrell? Um, I think that was an amazing introduction. I mean, because like I said, what we do is we work with some of the biggest companies in the world. And now what we decided to do is take all of that wisdom, that knowledge, and we work with small businesses, helping them navigate the finance and the accounting side of their business. Yes, good stuff. So we're going to jump right into it. Today, we want to talk about an important topic that I think is critical for every business owner. And that is, are you hiring the right support for your business? Do you have the right finance and accounting support for your business? Now, now I'm excited to talk about this topic for a couple of reasons. (laughs) One, we're in accounting and finance, but I think this is something that we see a lot that we've seen in our personal lives, not just with our business, but in our personal lives where we've had multiple people that have started businesses. And one of the things that they've struggled with, especially if they don't have a background in accounting and finance or business background is really being able to figure out the right business support, right finance support for their business. So yeah, definitely excited to jump into this one. Yeah, man, I think that's a very important topic. I mean, and, and a lot of people, you know, unfortunately, not enough people are asking this question. Now we do get some people that ask this question, um, but not enough people, because I think the, the stereotype is that most people believe that, you know, I go to my accountant to get my taxes done. So I got to go see my accountant, you know, once a year to go get my tax return done. And what I tell people is, you know what? That was fine when you were just an individual and you had a job and you just had to get your taxes done into the year. You may own a house or or two or some investment property or whatever. You know, that was fine then. But if you're running a business, then that's not that's not cool. That's actually not going to be what's best for you, because one of the things that you need to do is you need to be using the financial information on a regular basis to make decisions. So first off, the stereotype of, hey, I only deal with my accountant once a year. If that's what you're doing, I would say you're probably not getting the best use out of that relationship. And this conversation is definitely for you if that's what you've been doing. Yeah, but I think that's definitely a myth we need to quash. Another squash, another myth that I would say is that accountants are there for taxes. Like, I think it's one thing to to really be able to understand like, hey, I need to see my accountant on a frequent basis, but you're not just seeing your accountant for taxes, especially if you are a small business owner. <laughs> you, need to, you need to have conversations, not only more than once a year with your accountant, but you also need to have an understanding of what you should really be getting from your accountant and be able to leverage that to the max. And I think for us to be able to understand this, one of the things I want to do, Terrell, is if we can just break down 
because a lot of people sometimes kind of lump in like bookkeepers, they lump in accountants, they lump in CFOs and, you know, I don't know what other categories and just kind of put everyone into one category and be like, well, this is my accountant person. How do we break down? Like, for example, if someone's a bookkeeper, what is it that I should expect from my bookkeeper to do for my business? All right. So when it comes down to that, I mean, there are what I'll do is I'll lay out the roles and and just to give you guys guys a heads up. I mean, the purpose of this 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 podcast and the show is to introduce you to the tops and give you some insight. Now, if you want more deeper understanding, we've created a course that goes deeper. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit on just a little bit and, and scratch the surface to open the topic up for you. Um, but first, it's just talking about the different roles. So you have bookkeepers, you have, you know, AP and AR clerks, you have, you know, your tax, you know, preparer or your tax clerk. You may have a, a tax attorney or a CPA, and then you may have a financial analyst or a CFO. Then you also have things like, you know, your banker, your insurance agent, you know, and your investors. You know, for the most part, those are your major finance roles related to your business. And even if you are a small business, you probably have a need for all of those roles and you may not realize it or maybe you don't have a need for the investor. Um, But all the other roles, I think you do have a need for all of those roles. Um, Now, to break it down, I mean, from the bookkeeper standpoint, the basic bookkeeper is going to track your numbers, um, pretty much make your your finance organize your financial transactions uh, into a chart of accounts. That's what a basic bookkeeper is going to do. So all the money that you're spending, so you know the difference between what's the money that I spent on marketing versus the money I spent on you know paying my employees. And then when you look at kind of like your AP, your AR clerks, those are going to be the ones that are actually helping you do the, whether it's paying people or whether it's invoicing people or whether it's, you know, processing payroll, different things like that. Those are going to be kind of like the clerks working in your business. Now, the next area is your, you know, your tax clerk. Now, tax clerks are going to be the the person that you go to to do your tax return. That's all they do is work on your tax return. Now, as your business starts to evolve and get more complex, you may need to bring in a tax attorney or a CPA to deal with more complex tax strategies. So that's where they're going to come into play. Now, also what you want to consider is if your business has to pay sales and use taxes, then you want to talk with a CPA or a tax attorney to kind of help you sort that out because a lot of businesses think about taxes from the standpoint of the federal level, but they forget about the, you know, the state and the local level. I mean, because I mean, tax is a complicated topic because you have one set of rules for the federal level, and then you have another set of rules at the state level, and then you may have an even new set of rules or different set of rules at the local level. So when it comes down to running a business, there may be three different tax codes that actually impact your business, which is why it's good for you to have a CPA that can help guide you through the complexity of all three. 
And then I the other one thing, one thing I also want to say, though, is a lot in a lot of cases, especially as a small business owner, going back to the bookkeeping, a lot of times you can't afford to hire a bookkeeper, a, an AP clerk or an AR. A lot of times those roles are combined in one where you hire a bookkeeper and you're expecting them to do, you know, to invoice your customers or maybe you're invoicing yourself, especially now with some of the, you know, the tools and the resources that you have, like QuickBooks, where you can invoice your clients in, you know, five to 10 minutes. So a lot of it is actually less than that a minute to two minutes. But I think a lot of that is, you know, sometimes you have situations in the bookkeeping where you are having, you know, an AP or an AR clerk. So you don't necessarily need to have hire each individual to do that, especially when you're, you know, a two or three man show or you're just starting out, but really just understanding, you know, with the bookkeeping, it's the basics. It's, it's the fundamental stuff that you need to keep your business running. And see, that's the amazing thing, I guess, of working with your wife is, you know, sometimes you know, she knows where I'm going before I get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. No, now, is this like, one, you know, she, she jumped there a little, she jumped there a little faster than I was expecting to get there. Because I would say the last thing I wanted to say was, you know, for your finance and your CFO, financial analyst and your CFO, um, you know, that role is that's the area where I tell people that's where you're working with a finance person who understands the nature of your business and is helping make sense of the numbers because all the other people before they're just completing a task. Now, the financial analysts and the CFO, they're the ones that are helping you trying to make decisions in the future to improve your results. Because everyone else that we've talked about so far, they're trying to help you either account or take care of something that has happened in the past. Where your financial analysts and your CFO, they're trying to help you navigate the road and the decisions ahead. Now, as, we, as, as my wife mentioned, you know what? You won't be in a situation where you need every single one of these roles. A lot of times these can be combined, like you said, you know, with the AP and the AR clerk and, and that stuff, your billing, your invoicing, a lot of that can be handled by either, you know, using a banking app to, you know, to process your payments or cash app or PayPal, whatever you use or and then on the AR side, you invoicing through, you know, your system, whatever you're using or using a payment processor like, you know, Square or um, any other platforms you're using to collect payment from your customers. Yeah, I think another thing also is a lot of people also think about like an accountant is not just automatically a CPA. That's, I think, something else that needs to be to be outlined. So bookkeepers are great. They come in, like Terrell said, on the basics. It's It's basically transactional, right? And then when you think about someone who's a CPA, really the expectation is that a CPA has more knowledge, more accounting knowledge, and specifically around like some of the tax rules, not enough to be a tax accountant, but just enough to be able to help you navigate and kind of think, help you think about, you know, some of the, the questions related to your business that would involve taxes. Like for example, you know, doing your taxes, stuff like that. But I think the CFO and the financial analyst, I'm coming in with higher level of expectations because I'm coming in with, you know, even for us and our clients is our expectation is, or the expectation we feel like you should have of us is as your CFOs is we're helping give you information that is strategic, that is going to help you take your business to the next level. And I think that's where you really need to distinguish is when you have someone that's a CPA, they have a bit more in depth. Well, let me not say a bit more because there's a bunch of hours of studying affiliated with it as a CPA. We're both speaking. I can, I can speak to that. But with CPAs, there's a, a knowledge, uh, a, uh, accounting 
knowledge that's expected. Whereas when you hire someone to be a bookkeeper for your business, I wouldn't really expect that they can tell you, hey, this is the debit and this is the credit, right? Like, <laughs> you know, that's pretty much the extent to where as an accountant, I'm expecting that you know more about the accounting rules and treatment of accounting and different transactions. And then when you come into the CFO and the financial analyst part, I'm really expecting that you can tell me, you know, hey, these are some suggestions based on the numbers. You're not just doing the numbers. You're also going beyond that to tell me, hey, these are some strategic things you need to look at where your business is concerned to really help you take your business to the next level. Absolutely. And I think that takes us into the the next point, I think, is really getting back to that question. How do I know that I'm working with, you know, the right accountant or the right finance person? Mm -hmm. And to be completely honest with you, I mean, it it, kind of depends. So what I'll do is we'll actually walk through a couple of, you know, a couple of situations and a couple of scenarios and, you know, we'll just explain it. So here's scenario number one. So, you know, you're a small business owner, you have a bookkeeper that updates the books and, you know, you've kind of, you've been doing this business, you know, for years, you know, the business in and out, your business and your industry hasn't really changed much. And you have a bookkeeper that does the books. They send you the, you know, they, they send you the information once a month and stuff like that. And I would say, you know, to that person, I would say, if you have a good handle on your business, you've been doing it for a while, you know the ins and outs of it, you know, you might, it might be sufficient for you to have a bookkeeper that sends you the information once a month. Now, what I will say is, and which is a reality is, even if you're in an older industry, things are constantly changing. Like you're having to evolve. You're ha- I mean, one of the things we saw with COVID is you have to make decisions faster and you not only need just what happened in the past, you also need some indicators about, hey, what could happen if I do X or if I do Y? Exactly. Yeah. If you are in that situation, scenario two, where, hey, you're having to actually use the numbers to make forward looking decisions, a bookkeeper, a basic bookkeeper may not be the right one for you. It may be time for you to upgrade to a higher level of support because a basic bookkeeper may not be the one that will give you the support you need. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And I think that's such a key point. I don't even think it may be. It's time for you to hire someone else. It's time It's time for you to bring someone else in because one of the things that we noticed, even especially I think COVID is such a good example, is like, you didn't really know where things would go, especially if like, you know, you had situations where like, let's say you had a restaurant, like you stuff could be closed, you know, your business could be down. So you really have to be on your feet and run multiple scenarios. Like, what am I going to do if the business is, is open? You know, what am I going to do if I'm, I'm open at a limited capacity and it's underneath what I'm usually used to having? Like, how is that going to impact my employees? How is that going to impact my revenue? Those are all scenarios that you could have a business. You could have a bookkeeper run, but really the understanding to tell you this is what the numbers mean. Um, it's just you're not getting the same level of support that you need. And like you said, you need the information to be able to pivot. Um mm-hmm. I think the other thing, like you said, I think you brought up a good point of like, that's when you would need to bring in a CFO or financial analyst. At what point would you say, you know, maybe you don't really need a bookkeeper, you're a little bit past the bookkeeper, but you're not quite at the point of hiring a CFO. Like, would that be like an accountant or a CPA? What are you thinking? 
Well, I think, you know, I tell some people, you know, if you have a CPA that does your taxes, uh, one of the things that I always ask them and say, hey, if you need a little bit more than a bookkeeper, but you're not fully ready to bring on a, a CFO, here's two options that I would give you is talk to your accountant that does your taxes. Mm-hmm. And just ask them if they can provide, hey, some a little bit more reporting or if they can take what the bookkeeper has done and give you some ideas and some tips. If your accountant is really good, your accountant will be able to do it. Now, mm-hmm. if your accountant is just focused on tax, which a lot of them do, then mm-hmm. What you possibly can do is option number two is what and this is what I do with a lot of a lot of my clients where they may not be at a point where they need to hire me on a monthly basis to where we do what I call a a project to where we talk through what are they trying to do? What are they trying to navigate in their business? And we build out, you know, uh, we build out a couple models for them a couple files that they can do on their own, some self-service things that if they're trying to make a decision, for example, they're trying to introduce a new product and they want to know what should I price this product at? Well, we can build a couple models to where they can move the numbers around a little bit with limited, you know, modeling skills because I'll build it all into the model for them. And then they can use that model to kind of update and play around. And so they don't have to pick up the phone and call me every single time. So what I would say is either talk with your accountant that does your taxes, or you can reach out to a fractional CFO. Um, I mean, like I said, you can reach out to the TL Turner group um, because we do it all the time for clients where we create a template for them to be able to use on their own to where they now have the tool that they need or a self-service tool that they need to be able to make those decisions on their own. And then as things get a little bit more complex, let's say, for example, you know, another scenario I'd point out is, you know, if you're trying to get a loan for your business Mm -hmm. or you have loans for your business and you're trying to buy different assets, you need more than a bookkeeper. You need someone who can help forecast and start building out financial planning models for you because you're going to need that. One is it will help you in your interactions with the bank. Plus, it will help you in navigating the decisions that are going to come with this new level of operation. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Not just to not just to manage the loan and manage the inflow and outflow once you do get the loan, but also to prepare for that. I think that's a that's a really good point. Yeah. So I guess just to wrap up, I want to leave the audience with these things. So this is our advice and our input when it comes to hiring or trying to decide on who to hire. These are four questions that we recommend that you ask your accountant, when you're searching for an accountant or when you're looking for an accountant and just trying to figure out, is this the right fit for me? The first thing you want to ask them is, hey, the first thing is, do they have the skill set? Okay. Is this just someone that's saying they're an accountant or is this someone that's just like, you know, hey, this is what I do, but really do they have the skill set to support your business? Terrell and I have walked through a few scenarios and we've helped you understand, hey, at each part of your business, depending on what you need, this is who you need to hire. So you need to understand do these people have, or the people that I'm considering to hire, do they have the right skill set for my business? I think the other thing that I would say, the second thing that I would say is, is this person just a professional by title 
or are they actually, do they actually have the track record to prove and show that, hey, they've actually been able to deliver these services? You know, those people like online that say, hey, we're going to take your business to 20X in five months. And, you know, you ask them whose businesses they've done it on and they don't have any, any business to show. Like, yeah, you don't want that kind of person. You want someone that's actually has, they can actually show you they have a track record of helping businesses do whatever it is that you're, they're selling, they're going to do for your business. I think that's, that's important. The third thing is just, Hey, do they understand what you need? Or are they just trying to sell your product? I think that's important, right? So do they understand what your issue is? Are they asking the right questions? Are they really trying to get an understanding of your business? Or are they just trying to be like, okay, Hey, this is my one size fits all routine. This is my one size fits all solution. Um, are they really understanding what you're trying to do? I think that is extremely important. The fourth thing I would say is, can they break it down? Like I said, here on small business CFOs, we make things simple because we believe that finance should not be the most complicated part of your business. Can the accountant that you're going to really break it down for you to understand the ins and outs of accounting, the ins and outs of your business to really take it so that you can actually go action it. And I think those are extremely important. And if you wanna dive in and get a deeper understanding, which we recommend, because again, accounting isn't, uh, isn't something you should be playing with, especially when it comes to your business. We actually have a course to help you understand. Hey, before we jump to that, can I, and I just add another comment. I mean, in light of, you know, taking our own advice of just breaking it down to be very clear with you. First question of, you know, you know, is do they have the skill set? One of the biggest areas for business owners where that becomes a problem is first is when it comes down to your taxes, because there are a lot of business owners that I meet that are getting some friend that they have to do their taxes because their friend is familiar with TurboTax. Yeah. I will be completely honest with you. The number of horror stories that I have heard yeah. because they had a friend do their taxes and not to say anything against your friend. It's just asking yourself that question is, does this friend actually understand how taxes work for businesses? That's a good if point. they do not, then I would say, do not use your friend. Now, find second, another friend. <laughs> now, find a friend second, know what doing. <laughs> okay. now, the second question is, are they a professional or is, do they just have the title? It's very clear to understand, like, for example, every person who has the, uh, the title of an accountant does not mean that they have the right skill set for what you're trying to do, because you can be a payroll clerk and be called an accountant, or you can be a, you know, a controller or a senior uh, accountant, which the skill sets are completely different, but mm -hmm. both of them may have the title of an accountant. So mm -hmm. you want to understand what is, you know, what's behind the title that they carry or, and there's a lot of people who are CPAs, like my wife and I are CPAs. I don't specialize in tax, but mm -hmm. for some reason, everybody thinks because I'm a CPA, <laughs> oh, you must be a tax, like you can do they my can taxes. Do taxes. Yeah. Like, I understand them. I know them. Um, and yes, I do taxes for a small group of clients, but that's not the area that I specialize in. And I even tell some people, depending on your tax situation, I'm not the right person for you. And I think that's such a good point. I just want to make one point there because a good CPA, a good accountant, a good professional period is able to be honest and admit and tell you what they do and do not do. 
right? Yep. You're not just saying, hey, yes, because we have a CP in our title, we're taking, like we could have just been like, hey, yes, we'll do your taxes. And then just it's just a hot mess, right? So I think for us is just really looking for, is this person honest with you about what they will and will not do or what they can and cannot do? Like if, if taxes aren't our specialty, like we're not gonna sell you on taxes because the reality is we care about you and we wanna make sure that you're not putting yourself in a difficult position because at the end of the day, I don't care who does your taxes. You're going to be held responsible if something gets messed up by the IRS, you know, by the IRS. The IRS holds you responsible. So you want to make sure that you break it down. But yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Tarot. Yeah. No, I think that that's a great point. And I think it segues us into, like I said, the courses that Lola was alluding to. Um, you know, the first course I would say is, is, is definitely a great course. It's, you know, when to fire your accountant. I'm just going to be honest because sometimes, you know, you get to that point where it's time to end the relationship. And in this training, what I do is we just talk through, Hey, here are some very real world situations. And these are the signs that it's time for you to fire your accountant. Um, and move on to someone new or, hey, it's time for you to end that relationship because you have to do what is best for your business. Like, you know, if you are owning a business that or if you are running a business that other people own or let's say you want to pass that business down to your children, you owe it to your children to actually make the best decisions for the business. And sometimes that means you need to let your accountant go. So we're gonna talk about, you know, when to fire your accountant in that training. The other training, it was where we go a little bit deeper into selecting the right type of finance support. As I said before, I mean, you go from, you know, bookkeeper, tax clerk, uh, AP payroll clerk, you have a financial analyst, a CPA, a insurance agent, a banker, an invest investor, like all of those roles are finance related support for your business. And you have to understand what do each of these do? So I know which one I need to call when a certain situation come up. And we deal with that in this interview, uh, in that conversation, in that course. And we talk a little bit more about that to help you understand it. Because again, you know, where you're, you're small business CFOs, because most small businesses aren't at a point where they can afford to bring on a full-time CFO and pay, you know, a quarter of a million dollars a year plus, you know, benefits. So what we decided to do is take all that we've learned from the major companies that we've worked with, even running our own businesses and take it down to a fractional level to be able to help small businesses like yours navigate the finance side of their business. So thank you for tuning into this episode.